Life is one long journey made up of many detours. Some are chosen and some are not, but they all teach us something along the way. Welcome to the Detour Podcast, where conversations about life detours and travel detours converge. It's one part human experience and one part travel experience put together to teach and inspire us to take the detour and enjoy the wander. Hey, wanderers, welcome back. I'm your host, Sheila Shinsky, and I have a question for you. Do you struggle with making positive changes in your life? Do you feel stuck, stressed, overwhelmed, or want to change habits? Want to lose weight, gain confidence, perform better, improve your health, heal traumas, conquer fear, addictions, release depression, pain, or other problems, but you just don't know what to do? You read all the books, you do all the things, and you're just not having success. Well, today's guest is Melanie Militex, and we are talking in her MindWorks office. She is a rapid transformational hypnotherapist and a medical hypnotherapist and an intuitive life coach. I'm not sure what that is, but we're going to find out today on this episode of the Detour Podcast. So thank you, Melanie, for being here today and having me in your office, actually hosting us and being on the podcast today. I'm so happy to have you here. And I am getting ready to just like dive in and eat everything up that that you're ready to say. Because when I read what you do, I was like, yes, like who doesn't fall into this category? Every single person falls into this category. So welcome to the podcast and thanks for taking the time today. Thank you for so much for having me, Sheila. I'm excited. I have been so excited. Okay. So you, um, we talked a little bit about what you do, but I don't think we know how you do it. You say that your passion and purpose is to help empower people personally and professionally so that we can thrive in the life of our own design. So um, tell us a little bit about how you got on this detour because I know you sort of from a past life before the detour, past path, but you've always been in health and wellness and you were with another company. You were very successful with that. So tell us about the detour and we'll get into all this good stuff. Sure. So First of all, I've been in health and into health and wellness for more than 25 years. I was working as a health and wellness coach and then a sales and marketing coach, trainer, leader, speaker. So essentially, I've been in business for myself for the last 18 plus years while I was raising my kids, <laughs> uh, who are both now much bigger than me. Uh-huh. How old are they now? <laughs> I have uh, 15 and 18. Okay. So... Uh, But along this time, so for the last 18 years, I've been personally involved in continually growing myself so that I could be of better service to other people. Mm -hmm. And then I would have coaching clients and then consulting clients. And it might be that we'd actually work for years together, whether I was, you know, helping them with their health goals or helping them to grow their business. What I would find is even if I imparted on them all of the knowledge that I had, all of the understanding I had of what it takes to be successful, Mm -hmm. even to the point of using really proven neuroscience methods of teaching and coaching, Mm -hmm. uh, they would would still find themselves backpedaling. They'd either self-sabotage or procrastinate or find themselves reverting back to old patterns. And they may not be able to break through to the 
know, the ideal health that they envisioned or the money goals that they had for their family. And this, I'm talking years on end, the same thing. And we're not, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you. So it's just, so are you saying like, it's not about willpower and, and education? Like we, it's not, you know, no pain, no gain. You are what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, all the memes on Pinterest, hustle, go girl, think positive, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. Yeah. Because how many times, I mean, I resonate with, this resonates with me so much mm-hmm. because again, you, you know, you start out whether it's weight loss or something that you're trying to do and you're like, got all this vigor at the beginning and you're like all right I'm doing it like I mean it you know and you're collecting all all the things you know and all the memes and a through z so it's not all about that well that works in the very beginning but your Mm -hmm. your mind is actually designed to handle a bit of change for a little bit but as soon as it realizes that you're serious it throws up resistance in all forms so you've done this so it's maybe yeah. maybe it's a couple of weeks maybe that you're feeling like really mm-hmm. gung-ho it's usually about seven days seven to ten mm-hmm. and then your mind starts throwing up resistance it does all the tricks it can to keep you the same okay so this is what's going on is your mind's throwing up the tricks to keep you the same and the last thing it throws up is something called sheer terror so it will, it, you might um, get sick and say, oh, that's this diet, I can't do this diet, I have to find something else, I have to start from scratch. Or you could just get fear about something, some step that you have to take in your business in order to grow. Whatever, it, whatever that looks like, it will throw up sheer terror to knock you off your feet. Now why would our brain, so if we, if, if there's a part of us that is like, I really want this. I want a better life. My doctor told me I need to lose weight. I am having physical pain. I'm having this. I'm having that. Why would our brain fight against us? It is a habitual machine Uh (laughs) and it doesn't like change. The strange thing is it knows it can keep you alive with what you've been doing. I kind of think of it as it's not so smart computers sometimes. It's only its job is to protect you and to keep you alive. So it knows it can keep you alive. And I'm just going to use the example of smoking because we all know that kills you. Right? Okay, right. But it knows that it can keep you alive with the smoking thing that you've been doing for the last however many years. And if you stop, it's not sure it's going to keep you alive. It's very odd, but it's true. Mm. And this is all subconscious programming. Anything that you do the same for a long time, it becomes subconscious. It goes into the habit machine in the back of your mind, and it runs your life. And so if you try to change those habits... It thinks it's life-threatening, and it tries to stop you in any way it can. Or if it goes against, the other thing is you've got, you said some affirmations, which mm-hmm. is, this is important, because mm-hmm. you know, affirmations are powerful, and they're, I don't want to ever discount the power of po- positive thinking, but sometimes they are what I call, what are called values conflicts. So if you, um, you know, are using one of these, and it's, and it's in actual conflict with what you're beliefs are those beliefs that you might have picked up when you were a kid okay seriously mm-hmm. if they're in conflict your brain is always going to err on the side of keeping you away from that thing that's dangerous so that's what i was just going to ask yeah. you where do we get these um hard thoughts that are in our subconscious you know how you know how does that work well up until we're about seven we're in hypnosis that's the best way to put it. Um, as a very, what do you mean by that? I mean, our brain waves are literally slowed down. Okay, so we're born in delta, which is sleeping. Okay, so I'm going to okay. lead you through sleeping. And then theta is the kind of before dream state. Okay, and okay. theta is what 
that's the most, it's where you're most suggestible, which is where hypnosis comes in. Mm-hmm. And you're literally in theta brain state, between theta and delta, because we're sleeping, until you're about seven years old. This is where the saying, you know, give, show me the child until he's seven and I'll show you the man. Because we are literally being programmed from the time we're born until about seven. And it continues when we're, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, but that's alpha and then beta. You and I are sitting here as adults in beta. When we get really aggravated, we go to high beta. And I tell you what, nothing good ever happens in high beta. Oh, okay. So <laughs> this is why in hypnosis, then I take people down from beta to alpha, which is where we're kind of gonna get into if we go into a creative dream visualization and then down into theta is where we do the hard work because your subconscious is programmed when you're that small. So you take in everything in your environment. I say you imprint like a little duck and you hear everything and you make meaning from everything. And that's where your perception of the world, what makes your, um, your thoughts, your emotions, and then your actions, and then that shapes your life. So it's kind of like you're a baby, you come into this new world that you haven't been in. And it's kind of like, all right, you're getting training for the new job. Mm-hmm. And so your job is to be human and grow up. And your job is to but, be loved and mm-hmm. protected uh-huh. by the people who are there to love and protect you. So that means you take on their, their mannerisms, beliefs. You do whatever it takes to keep them happy. You try. It's not always possible, which is part of the reason why I end up with people in my chair. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but we do whatever we can to try to keep them happy because if they're happy, we're likely to stay alive. It's very interesting. Ooh, it's very interesting So we already. even take on beliefs about ourselves that aren't necessarily healthy, but it must be true because they're taking care of me mm-hmm. and they say this about me. This must be true about me. We take, we take it all in. It all sinks in. You can think of it all just sinking in. And people really have no idea the impact this has on them. They just know, like you're saying, they're older. Their mm-hmm. conscious mind is like, this is what I really want. I can even see my future. I can envision it. I can have a journal. I can, I can spend, you know, and meditations, visualizing all this for all this time, and and I can see it. This is what I really, really want. Really, really want. And then your subconscious comes in and goes. So, nope. Reel you back in. That doesn't suit the way you believe about yourself. Why don't you stay over here where you think that you're small and helpless and um, whatever it else it is you think about you. Mm. So your operating manual is full of errors. Full of errors. Full of errors. And we, and we, you know, we're not blaming our parents or the people who raised you mm-hmm. because we can blame their parents and the people who raised It's been going on for generations. All it, the errors are passed on unless you decide to rewrite the script. And so I guess the first thing is even knowing that this is going on because yes. you can just be in the pattern of... I don't understand why, why do we, you know, I think of like that Bible first, like why, why do I do the thing that I don't want to do, but I can't do the thing that I want to do, yes. you know, exactly. and, and so you started to say that if you're, you know, that all these kind of positive affirmations are necessarily bad, but they can be really good because positive thinking is, but if they come in conflict, give me an example of what you well, mean. Well, you know, I think the easiest one to say it would be something like people saying, you know, I'm, I have a millionaire mind, right? And they're mm-hmm. saying this to themselves. And a the little part of their brain is going, uh, yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. Okay? And so every, and every time you're lying to yourself, it's a, it's a, it, it actually then creates this conflict and anger. Mm-hmm. Because even – and you feel you're lying to yourself. You know you're lying to yourself. And that doesn't 
It's not effective. In fact, it's counter. Okay, so that's a that's a big that's an easy one to explain because if somewhere in your mind you have a and I'll give you a values conflict that can come in like I'm a millionaire. That's a great idea. Great idea to be a millionaire because then I can do and you can tell yourself well then I can do all kinds of good in the world. I'm gonna be a great millionaire. But there's part of your mind that believes that um, rich people are really sneaky, evil. They're bad people. And if you are rich, then your family won't like you. You'll be kicked out of the tribe. This is actually something I come up across all the time. People who are trying to be successful, they have big dreams and visions for their business or whatever it might be, and they just can't. Because somewhere along the line, when they were young, they have a limiting belief or a false... And it might be that their mother or their father was describing the people who own the company as being jerks. I mean, it, it comes down to things you hear. And, and it can like, be oh, a tiny little thing. Yes. So obvi- the obvious yes. thing would be, you know, severe trauma, you know, yes, abuse yeah, or something yeah, like that. Or you were li- but, grew up in abject poverty, like all that. that that's all, all obvious. It's like, oh, well, I grew up in poverty, so my brain has a hard time thinking I can be rich. Yeah, but it could also just simply be something like uh, your mom said that the, you know, the people who had were jerks and they should give to those who don't. Mm-hmm. But, and she said it in such a way, and she might not use those words, but you could just tell from the way that she sarcastically said it or whatever. That's, and it made some imprint on you that you just hung on and to. You just, and you knew that you didn't want to be wealthy because if you were wealthy, that meant that you would not be loved by your, remember I said it's all about being loved and protected and being part of the tribe mm-hmm. and if somehow you go against that grain is why a lot of people have a hard time becoming more successful than their parents mm-hmm. Unless, mm-hmm. Yeah, because then it might be, mean that you're not loved and protected anymore even though you're an adult that is that is so interesting okay so uh that's that's a big one you know Mm -hmm. money issues i guess maybe the other big one would be probably like weight loss or body image or Mm -hmm. what what's the story about that in some cases well this is in some cases as well because that's and that's the the incredible thing is I can never pretend, and I want to just say this out loud, because so many people think that you can just say, well, if this going is going on, and it's this over here in the subconscious, and we can just work on that without really... No. That's not how it works. <laughs> no. In fact, the be- I think of it, your mind often throws up a decoy and says, this is why you're having a problem, because your mom has a problem, or, or your dad said this to you when you were whatever. Like... You th- mm-hmm. It throws up a decoy. So this is what you're mad at. This is what you're raging against. This is what you're. Wor- this is why you f- you feel victimized. Blah, blah. And then when you get in hypnosis, you realize that was never even the case. That wasn't it. It was mm-hmm. something else altogether. It was that I'll give you. So I'll give you a couple examples because I can usually tell if it's something that happened when they were a child. Um, well, it could be abuse. Mm-hmm. That's pretty darn. That's pretty darn common. Unfortunately, that right. people want to be bigger. And I'm not. I'm saying people. I'm not just saying girls. Not just women, mm-hmm. but men and women who are abused, either sexually or physically, want to be bigger. So that's often a mm-hmm. reason. Um, but it could also be that. Um, and I can tell if I when I ask somebody what they're eating, it's mm-hmm. also often a clue because if they're eating children's foods, okay. So if they're a, I, somebody that comes in and says, you know, I can't. I want to have Oreos for breakfast. I'm like, yeah. And you think this has something to do with your being? you know, 50 and losing your job. This is something to do when you were, and it turns out, oh, it was when you were 10 and your mother went to work for the first time. She had to, and she left the house stock with things because she loved you and she was spoiling you with things. And you would come home sad, alone, and missing and your, mom. your mom and stuff the Oreos. Do wow. you see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and they were like, 
I had no idea. Like, I, I know you didn't know because that's what hypnosis will show you versus, and it's not just all hypnosis, but mm-hmm. the type, yeah. Well, so, okay, that's, that's a great kind of segue <laughs> yeah, because cool. my next question was going to be, you know, what is RTT? What yeah. is this rapid transformational hypnotherapy? And what is the intuition that you use in, yeah. in helping people? So rapid transformational hypnotherapy combines the best of hypnotherapy. So that means from literally putting people into a trance state, which is, I'm actually, I, you can do it with your eyes open or closed, just so you know. People oh. often have this misunderstanding that hypnosis means that you're going to be totally out there on a, you know, in another world. And the fact is, as long as you're open to suggestion, you're being hypnotized. Okay. Uh, so, it, but in, in, it uses hypnosis, hypnotic language, neuro-linguistic programming, um, which works a charm to change the way the mind is wired, and cognitive behavioral therapy. So we use all of these things together, and I'll, I'll give you what, it, what it's like. Um, okay. is if you think about it, if we were going to go in and we, had to, we were going to plant a garden, right? So you think of the garden of your new life, right? Okay. If I was doing traditional hypnosis, I would come in and I would simply plant the seeds, water them, have them grow. Sounds all right. Mm-hmm. But what am I missing? What should we do first? Prepare the soil and, to receive. It. Yeah, and what are you doing it's, to prepare the soils? Pull out the weeds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't pull the weeds, then when you're watering the flowers, up come the weeds to choke them out, too. Uh-huh. So rapid transformational hypnotherapy pulls the weeds first. Okay. So we get to the root cause, and we do it in a way that that's not painful, um, in the sense that you might think. You might think, oh my goodness, if I really dredge this up, might it be traumatic? And actually it's not. It's interesting that in hypnosis when we do this, it's a it's a very different experience. The memories or remembrances or whatever it is is processed very differently. And so is it kind of like less emotional, more you're talking to the computer versus talking to our whole self? So the computer's just going to give you the facts of what happened. Yeah. Is that a good and way it, to say it? Yes, and it gives you clarity. And okay. clarity in hypnosis is liberating and mm-hmm. transforming. And mm-hmm. then I have tools that make sure that it's transformative. It's okay. not like we're not so. That's gonna... like the fertilizer afterwards. Yes, like we because, pulled the weeds, yeah. we planted, and now we're gonna give some fertilizer yeah, every so often. Because you've got to make sure the transform the you know the part is that you're going through it right in the session. So it's a two hour oh, session. Okay. In the session, within those two hours, we're finding out what's going on. Then we're transforming those beliefs. We're making sure you move through them, mm-hmm. and then we go and we we put in what you really really want out of life. What your conscious wants are, then we plant them in the subconscious. You're going to listen to that for 21 days. And that's going to rewire your mind. This is all based on neuroplasticity. Our brains are, they're designed to change, Mm -hmm. to prune out the old Mm -hmm. and bring in the new. And even an 85-year-old can grow new neuropathways. Whether they're good or bad is our decision. So that that is was going to sort of be my my next question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said you know you've got this, and sometimes it may only take one session yeah, or a couple sessions, and in mm-hmm. in some ways it works like magic once you get to that root and pull that out and re- replace, replant. Yeah. So is it magic? It's science. It's totally not magic. It is absolutely based on neuroscience. The moment that you 
get this we because we get into the subconscious to do this work mm-hmm. okay just so you know you and I are talking consciously subconscious is running 95% of the show mm-hmm. and there's this thing called the critical factor in between me and you or mm-hmm. in between the excuse me between the conscious and the subconscious okay and um so and hypnosis actually bypasses it and gets into the subconscious so we're changing the belief at the subconscious level we're actually finding out whatever let's say the limiting belief is that um you're going to be just like your mom Mm -hmm. just like your mom and your mom didn't feel she was lovable she put on weight so therefore she's you're just like mom and you're Mm -hmm. unlovable right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let's say that so then we figure it we realize that that's not true in hypnosis we find the root we get rid of the root we transform your mind we tell your mind that no actually you're completely lovable you always have been you were born lovable and we tell your subconscious no I'm lovable and I want to be healthy I want to be kind and loving to me and treat my body with love and respect mm-hmm. so we move through that whole thing when you do that so now we got to get into a little bit of neuroscience mm-hmm. I hope I'm not being too geeky but I am a geek this is my (laughs) job when you prune a belief a a neuro a thought pattern a um it's literally a snarl of of dendrites in your brain okay okay that's literally what it is when in the act of RTT and in the coming weeks when you are you literally unravel Mm-hmm. a network of neurons in your brain mm-hmm. okay <laughs> mm-hmm. you unravel them when they unravel and they disconnect because those those thoughts are no longer being triggered the I'm not good enough aren't being triggered or the I've got to eat because I'm stressed aren't being triggered they stop mm-hmm. being triggered mm-hmm. when they're not triggered they they unwire and then there's a chemical that's released that actually is um, neurogenesis to make new pathways Okay. So now we're making the new pathways, which is, oh, this is how I treat myself when I'm kind and loving to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So then, so there's now all of the, the growth is available for making new neural pathways in your mind, which are the ones that you're going to use to learn how to be kind and loving to you, whatever that looks like health-wise, mm-hmm. to stay on the same track. Mm-hmm. You have everything within you to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do on your own. But it can be done, and I would say I'm one of these people, right? I did it over years and years and years. It does. Or you can do it like that with RTT. Wow. Yeah. And so maybe, um, I mean, I know that I'm kind of like you have just always been sort of working on myself. You know what I mean? Like having a, thinking that I have a a fairly good self-love. Yes. Um, knowing that I've got a little bit of a history, um, you know, from my childhood and, and, the, and the obvious things like, okay, these things happened. And so, yeah, these are issues for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that everybody kind of knows if you do the slightest bit of introspection, introspection, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then it's like, all right, you know, but I know this and I know that and I know that and I know that. So, 
probably, I'm just speaking for myself, probably my problem is it's the thing that I don't know. I'm thinking it's, it, well, okay, it has to be yeah. that, it has to be that, it's it has to be that. Toys. And it's not that. It's probably well, something the, else. Those are, I think of it as a spoke on the wheel. So here's mm-hmm. here's whatever the actual core is, which we get to. Mm-hmm. Those are all spokes on the wheel. Those are like the, or the symptoms right. from uh-huh. what's going on. And you mm-hmm. don't know what the thing is because that's hidden. It's mm-hmm. hidden behind the critical faculty, mm-hmm. critical factor. This, it's hidden on purpose. Yeah. And so <laughs> maybe, crazy. is this maybe why sometimes, you know, counseling or traditional oh, therapy well, doesn't cover it? It's, it's in two parts. Number one, knowing it consciously. Sometimes people get in this chair and it is absolutely because they were abused when, whatever. Yeah. That, no problem. They, they yeah, they know why. Consciously. Yeah. But just because mm-hmm. you know why doesn't stop you from feeling like you are scared to death to talk in public or whatever it looks like. Whatever it is, yeah. Just because you know it consciously does not change it at the subconscious level. Mm. That's, what, that's what hypnosis is for. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. And that's when, And then the other part is therapy. If you're talking over it over and over again, all you're doing is rewiring. And the same mind that created the problem, not that you created whatever, right, right, the same right. mind that created the problem cannot change it, cannot create the solution. Mm-hmm. And the more you wire it, the more you think about it and trigger those emotions, and you're literally wiring it tighter and louder, making it bigger, mm-hmm. <laughs> wrapping more neurotransmitters of pain, anger, frustration, guilt, shame, whatever that looks like for you, around mm-hmm. that whole thing. It's, they call it peptide addiction. It's a crazy it's a word. They actually know what's going on. This is neuroscience, right? Uh-huh. Peptide addiction literally means you're going back to that feeling. So whatever that emotion is, whatever that feeling is, you're going back because there's a snarl of, of dendro- Yeah, there's neurotrans- a physical reason that it's there's there. Neurotrans- yeah. There's mm-hmm. neurotransmitters in your brain going, give me that anger. I want to feel it. Why aren't you angry yet? You haven't been angry yet today. Let me give you something to be angry about. Oh my goodness! I'm telling you what. And people don't know this, this stuff. They're walking like around. They're walking around. Booming. Going, I'm like, like I'm think I'm concentrating really hard trying to like wrap my brain around all of yeah. this, but at the same time my brain's like blowing. Like yeah, what? what the heck? Um, wow. Yeah, because it it's even like okay, conflicts like within my marriage. Okay, my husband and I we seem to go round and round and round and round and round. And I swear every single time we're gonna talk about something, it's like we both have these triggers. Yep. And it's like, all right, we sit there, we're like, all right, man, we did not handle that well. We did not handle. We went right to the place we always go always that go. we said we weren't gonna do. Right. We wound up right where we were, and we solved. Freaking nothing. nothing. Because you got to high beta. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were betaing all over the place. Even most recently, it's like, yeah. I'm about to beta right out the door, you know? Yeah, totally. And, um, yeah. And so and then, you know, you kind of like your emotion, you think, okay, I got emotional, or I, or, I mean, and it'll just be like clockwork. It'll just be like, and so we keep rehashing, we keep saying, okay, 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 let's take five minutes, let's, let's calm down. Let's start over. Here's what I was trying to say. And it is like sometimes, like, I'm saying, it's like I'm saying the thing to him. And he doesn't understand it. And he doesn't get it. Or he's saying the thing to me. And I'm like, that makes logical sense. But I'm still reacting emotionally. The the definition of a trigger, Mm -hmm. it literally means that something small happened. And you reacted really big. Mm -hmm. That that indicates that it's that is coming from a trigger that's likely from your childhood mm-hmm. and there's nothing your your husband can do 
or say or, say or change. To make yeah. you not feel like that little child who's been slighted. Like yeah. you're, whatever that looks like, whatever mm-hmm. that emotion is. And yeah, it's funny because we say we know we speak different languages. And that, again, is that's that subconscious. It's hearing, they call it uh, cognitive dissonance when they're talking about whether it like with politics and stuff like people on one side of the spectrum can't even hear what somebody else has to say it's Mm -hmm. just like can't let that in nope beep 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 yeah and it's like that with this it's the same thing it's cognitive dissonance so even though you're you might be saying I really love you I'm sorry um I know that you're a patient good person right he's hearing she hates me because I'm impatient patient jerk yeah. <laughs> like, oh, and hearing, it's literally something else. And so and we've tried. It, well, we've <laughs> tried. We've tried to do the thing like they tell you to do of like repeat back to me mm-hmm. what you think I said. Perfect. Okay. Great. Yes. And so, and then, uh, but that it that has wound up being frustrating it's because I'm like, I didn't say that words. is not even what I said. Not we have close. even, we have even, <laughs> and and like he'll say like you said this, and I'll be like I did not even say that, and yeah, he'll be like, so then we even like recorded one time a conversation so we could. You yeah. know, we could hear back. Because like, I'm it's, like, I feel like it's I feel like something there's something in that goes from your mouth through to my ears that changes what you said. <laughs> because I'm like, how could you be trying so hard and how could I be trying so hard to understand each other and we just aren't. Okay, so let me say this. What if everything around you changed? And nothing changed except for you. I'm gonna say that again. Okay. What if every what if after RTT mm-hmm. everything around you changes, mm-hmm. but nothing changes except for you, your perception yes. of the world and your place in it. Right. People sometimes come and they want to know they want clarity on whether they should leave their spouse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is not my job. Yeah. My job is to help you to be kind and loving to you and to to to, to, see, to for you to see the world in the truth of what the world is versus the lies that you've got covering all of you. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I do that and then, you know, it turns out and then and they'll still be like, I don't know if I should leave. I'm like, look, just just listen to this. Mm-hmm. What if everything around you changes and nothing changed? except for you you work on you mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that is it it doesn't mean that you're not going to leave them because you might right you might, once you work on yourself enough you might go yeah you know what I, i'm i'm because if it is a bad situation then you're out maybe great cool. cool. yeah don't, and you don't feel so attached to it anymore because right. you're, you're strong within you right i recently was listening to a podcast or a uh a, a audio book i'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. where i heard it but it was kind of like this a similar kind of story of a woman and and the um the therapist was talking about how she had create she was in a clearly abusive like (laughs) there's no there's no you know mincing words clearly abusive situation but her her mind had created a way to protect her in that situation and so he was talking about how he had to really think about how to pull her out of that what because would she be able to handle the situation because her mind had her her mind and way had built a way for her to be protected to tolerate it yeah Yeah. to tolerate yeah Mm -hmm. so it is crazy that um well how our mind all like going back to like protect and survive and yeah. yeah 
And I and you can almost guarantee that she had grown up in a toxic family, mm-hmm. right? So because you play the only part you've ever known until it becomes your own, right? Mm-hmm. You do you do the same thing over and over, and you almost guarantee she came from a toxic family. So with RTT, we would unravel the toxic family. This would probably not be a one session thing because yeah. she's literally living in a toxic abuse. Right, right. But I have training and understanding how to help people who have dealt with things like narcissistic abuse, physical abuse, PTSD, all that stuff. It's, wow. But that's, that's, some, that's some stuff, but it is fixable because we are all fixable. No one is broken. No one is broken. No one's I, broken. I love that. So um, tell us about, okay, so one more question before yeah. we get off the, you kind of, you know, so how does this, how does this um, work? You say you can be awake or you're, or you're not. I mean, we all think of hypnosis of like swinging the watch in front of somebody's face and you're falling asleep, you're falling asleep, you I know. I just do that to me every yeah. day. That'd be great. I know, right? <laughs> Let me say, that's okay. Actually, that's not, that's true. I put headphones in and let somebody else do that. All right, yeah. so um, hypnosis actually works anytime your emotions are elevated or decreased, for example, you're in hypnosis, mm-hmm. which, um, and with your eyes wide open, which is mm-hmm. why they call pro- television programming programming. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, programming to program basically means to write the subconscious. It is to be suggestible. So anytime your emotions are raised or lowered, you're suggestible. I just want you to think about that next time you happen to see one of those drug co- commercials because the first scene will be something that either makes you happy or sad. You don't even know why yet. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to talk to you about this drug mm-hmm. that eventually they're going to tell you to go ask your doctor. And you were hypnotized, actually, by the commercial. It's wow. why they pay so much for the Super Bowl commercials. People are either happy or sad. In the middle, guess what? Money's made. Um, you're hypnotized every time you watch something and every single one of your body systems is responding like it's the character. This is mm. all... Is that why some people <laughs> um, some people like scary movies and some people don't? Like some people go there because whatever their makeup is gives them that rush and like I don't like it. Like I can look at a trailer and I'm like, nope. I can't even. I nope. close my eyes. Yes. Like, like nope. why are they putting this on during my nice show? Yeah. Why would they scare me during a commercial? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Right. Now people are just like, ah, oh, that's fine. They're like, oh yeah, I want to go see that. I'm like, not in. Yeah. Well, not if you paid me to do it. Yeah. It's that's you know that's a little off a little yeah. off topic, but it. But what I'm saying is, if your body's responding, you're literally in hypnosis. So you are anytime you're open to suggestions, mm-hmm. you are in hypnosis, which is why every single medical professional should have some hypnotic training because they need to understand that as soon as they give you some kind of good news or bad news. Mm-hmm. The next thing that they say is getting locked in. It's getting locked in. Wow. So if they tell you, you know, you have this and you're likely to, this is your likely you outcome. Know, outcome, guess what? That's what you're locked that's, in on. That's what you're locked in on. Oh, man. And, and, ev- and they should know this. Every single one should know this because the power that they would have to help people to liberate themselves because mm-hmm. we all have an inner or healer. Or the inverted way that they may be hurting people. They, they are hurting people. But we all have an inner healer. And if you can activate that inner healer for somebody, mm-hmm. that's the most incredible power. Oh, yeah. I believe that yeah. for sure. So, yeah, for so sure. that's what I'm saying. Well, your eyes are open or closed. As soon as somebody gets on the phone with me, I'm, in the, I'm helping them with, self, with hypnosis. So right. because everybody by makeup is suggestible like yes. you said even when we're watching tv mm-hmm. do they have to believe this will work for as it I to say, work as i say no 
Okay. Uh, they don't have to believe it's going to work. They literally just have to be open to suggestions to mm-hmm. th- that the person in front of them has advice that they want to take. Okay. That's all. That's all it is. Eyes open or closed. I actually had a woman who an hour and a half after, you know, in the session, hour and a half, can't even close her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, she kept open them and closing. Very frustrating. Mm-hmm. At the end, she says, Melanie, you just helped me more in 90 minutes than 17 years of therapy. I said, great. Next time, would you like to close your eyes? <laughs> she laughed. I could probably help you more. <laughs> yeah, she, she laughed, but the fact is she gave me a testimonial. She, mm-hmm. was, she was completely terrified of being seen. And after we worked together, she was doing Facebook Lives every day. She did a whole challenge. Mm-hmm. And was, yeah, so does it work? Mm-hmm. Eyes closed or open? Yes. You just have to be open and know that I actually have a desire to help you and not leave you the same way that you are. Uh-huh. That's all it takes. So yeah. eyes open or closed, it works. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's that's really cool. This, um, this work must be so satisfying for you. I am beyond grateful that this is where I my, let my heart lead me to do this. Mm-hmm. How did you get here? I mean, I know we kind of touched yeah. on it a little bit at the well, beginning, but I didn't think how I, did I you nail s- down on this? We kind of started and then we got off. Yeah, well, because people were self-sabotaging, when I learned that it was a subconscious and that mm-hmm. the subconscious can be rewritten with hypnosis, I was like, oh, well, number one, that's what I need. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, so in your self-search of your self-discovery, totally. you're like, and how can I help myself? And then, oh my gosh, now I can help other people. And now I knew, I knew, I knew in every fiber of my being that I was done doing traditional coaching, consulting. Mm-hmm. In fact, I often people try to do, do still hire me for consulting work mm-hmm. for sales and marketing. And I'll tell them, you don't need another consultant Mm-hmm. You need a shot of confidence, which is the hypnosis I do. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> so I knew I wasn't gonna. Do so it. you kind of like got to clear off the, and then I, you're like, I, then I, you're not gonna, you're really not gonna need me anymore. You're not gonna need me anymore. Yeah. I'd rather you not need me. Like, yeah, we usually, that's beautiful. It, what mm-hmm. I will do is gonna help you to bring together everything you ever learned and actually apply it. Imagine mm-hmm. that. So yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so when I knew that this is how I could help people fast, I was like, well, enough of the old way. Let's just let's do what they really want. They want change. They want to be whole. They want to mm-hmm. be the, the person, the adult that they envision themselves to be. Uh huh. So help them yes. to be that because there's nothing stopping them except what's going on between their own ears. Wow. Subconsciously. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is really cool. So. Um, if um, so, tell me. I mean, you gave me a you know a couple couple little bits about your clients and um, what success or what are they coming back and say to you? Like you said that woman, you helped me more in ninety minutes than I have in seventeen years of therapy. So, what are kind of the testimonials that you get back? Who well, are the help people that you're helping? Well, I call myself the entrepreneur's hypnotherapist. Okay. Because I worked with entrepreneurs for so long, and whether it's in health and wellness or in success you know, for mm-hmm. success, that I intuitively mm-hmm. have an idea of what it might be mm-hmm. that's the underlying belief. Now, I say I, I may know the underlying belief, which might be I'm afraid to be seen or um, I shouldn't be seen or um, people like me don't make money or whatever. The, I, I, but I don't pretend to know the event in their life that it that caused it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's for them to hash out so that right. they can be free of it. Mm-hmm. So because so I call myself the, the entrepreneur's hypnotherapist. 
people I mean but procrastination mm-hmm. I I mean I man such, that is a, such a so, struggle so fun yeah I, I had a client and she was like you know I would and she told me what she would do it would take hours to do this one she's like her husband asked her um if she had to work on whatever the project was. she's like I did that I did it in like 30 minutes and it usually yes. takes me like two days and she's like you have no idea Mel it, I'm no longer a rebel because she's and being rebellious yes. against getting stuff done. <gasps> oh, my it's gosh. It's so weird. You're she's like, like speaking no my language. There's no to be a rebel yeah. anymore. I was a rebel when I was 13, and I didn't want to watch my you know, my aunt's kids. That's mm. when I was rebelling. I'm not rebelling anymore. That doesn't make any yeah, sense that doesn't, at that, all. <laughs> that program doesn't apply anymore. Doesn't apply Why anymore. am I still doing it? Why am I still running yeah. the program? So, yeah. yeah. Until, or, or habits. Like, people who are, um, you know, drinking to excess and mm-hmm. had been for some time. Mm-hmm. And within one session, when they realized what what was going on mm-hmm. to be like you know I went to a party I didn't have anything to drink I came home I had one glass of wine with my husband washed my glass and I feel really good yeah. thank you so much you freed me from my essentially wanting to black out every chance that I could wow isn't that amazing oh my goodness I mean and it, they, and it just goes on and on people who have been on antidepressants for years and years from something that happened when they were five done wow yeah that has to be like you just have to be. And I'm not like, doing anything but using tools. I just want right. to, I want to yeah. make sure your listeners know I am not a magician. Mm-hmm. I am not some. Um, I don't proclaim to be a healer of mystic proportions who has a crystal, you know, understanding of the blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Right. No, mm-hmm. this I'm, isn't like woo woo. <laughs> no, this is this is this tools. is wiring and science yes. more than it this is, is anything else. I, I have else. the tools to reach into your mind to find out what was wrong to then write it. And set you on your way so that you can be the adult that you should be, that you want to be. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Guys, like, it's <laughs> it's rare that I'm speechless as, <laughs> as those of you but that know me. But the fact that I get me. to do that is just like, wow. I mean, uh-huh. you just must have, like, joy there, every day. There is never a time where I walk in here and I think, oh, I've got some clients, or do I have clients, or it's every single time. It's like I'm. I'm glad to be here. I'm grateful to be here. I'm so grateful that I have these people to help. That they're mm-hmm. coming and that they're going to walk out of here feeling better. So satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, um, in general, yep. um, is this is this expensive to hire you? How many sessions does yeah. the average person need? How does it? So it depends. It depends. It totally okay. depends. But what I will say is, it's less expensive when you think about what hypnotherapy or therapy. Mm-hmm. might cost you mm-hmm. in terms of time and money right mm-hmm. so you know because you get to it kind of quick you get, get it quick of, for most issues behavioral issues mm-hmm. we're gonna go it's gonna be about one to three sessions most okay most things but we'll know i'll usually know on the intake mm-hmm. call if there's stuff that is going to be more because sometimes people will go through a conversation and they'll give me four separate things i'm like okay we got four sessions Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it just depends on what's going on, but um, but it's much faster. So instead of instead of instead of twelve to sixteen, mm-hmm. it's four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, there or are, if you're talking about therapy, yeah, I just you're just going once a week for years and years and years, and you go seventy two hours was what they said. It, they said this program gives you seventy two hours of of therapy and support. I'm thinking to myself, seventy two hours. Really? Yeah. They could probably see me for about 12. Mm-hmm. Because this is addiction. Okay. Um, heavier, right. Heavier stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Layers. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, it's just cool. It's just cool what you do. So you are just, this is a really cool detour. (laughs) I love this detour for you and for everybody that you're helping because. And I had to move downtown so that I could be actually right in the middle of my community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Melanie. Um, yeah, tell us, tell us where you are and how we can find you because there's good. I know that there's somebody that's going to listen to this that's going to be like, well, what if they don't live in our area it in Florida? I, I actually see clients worldwide via online video conference. I have clients on every continent at this point. Mm-hmm. I did see easy. a couple of your reviews on um, your website. I think they were YouTube videos mm-hmm. and somebody was from another country yeah i believe sure. yeah and um so you can just do that through the the video it's very effective mm-hmm. it's extremely effective where no matter where you are in the world i mean it, it is you may have may or may not have ever heard the fact that healing is non-local it doesn't even matter if you're anywhere near me yeah um mm-hmm. and this is you healing it's i'm right. just activating your inner healer mm-hmm. i'm not doing anything right mm-hmm. so uh yeah it can be done from anywhere Wow. I've had people in their cars in Australia on a video on, like, their phone because it's the only way that they could be alone. Uh-huh. So they've just got to be able to connect with you <laughs> some way, physically or, or you know, yeah. over Skype. Uh, I don't know. What do you use? Zoom. Sky- Zoom. Zoom, oh, Zoom. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I'm downtown Newport, Ritchie, Florida, mind work, hypnotherapy, and life coaching. My website mm-hmm. is mindworks with an X co dot com so mindworksco.com and they can schedule an initial call so we can find out how i can help them to overcome whatever it is that they want to overcome okay so it's mindworksco m-i-n-d-w-o-r-x-c-o-c-o.com dot com okay okay wow oh this is cool stuff i'm so excited for you and this path that you're on now and that you the joy that it just must bring you because I know I know your heart to help people that's what you've always been trying to do all these years Mm -hmm. is to just help people you know and what they're trying to do and live in their dreams and all the things that we say but but you've actually put in that hard work and then found the thing is it kind of um I mean you think do you have any like I don't know. I think we look. I think we go through all the things to prepare us for the other things. So, do you ever feel like, oh man, if I had only found this earlier, I could have helped way more people, or I wasted time, or what do you even, say I about that? I don't think I ever felt that way. Mm-hmm. I actually had a friend who I've known probably since about 2006, mm-hmm. who, without even getting on the phone, she messaged me and said, "You've been preparing for this your whole life." Uh-huh. And I was yeah. like, how did you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, because you have. <laughs> yeah. And I had another friend who was a hypnotherapist for and had had like three or three wellness centers very successfully tell me, ah, yes, it makes perfect sense. You're stepping into what is the perfect path for you because this mm-hmm. is who you are. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? How do you know that? And that was before I was certified. I was like, really? Well, okay. I'm glad you have confidence in me. Mm-hmm. So I never, I never, no, everything prepared me for this this point in time and if nothing else it is for you to have that relatability to say yeah. I mean because there's nothing more powerful in making connection <laughs> with somebody yeah. than the 
I get it, man. I get or, it. I went me through, too. I get, or I, went, I feel just as crazy as you do. I went through you know? every single Tony Robbins course. Oh yeah. At, at home, online, like by myself. Like I know, I know what you're jumping up and down, pumping up, pumping up. I know what you've tried to do for your brain, and I know yeah. that it doesn't always work. Like mm-hmm. I know, and I this is easier. Trust me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. <laughs> well, Melanie, thank you so much. Thank I you am. For um, me. Yes, I. I just know that um, people are going to be um, excited to get to know you and 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 have some hope that maybe you know those people that have been trying all the things A through Z and and mm-hmm. procrastinating and beating themselves up of like oh my gosh I'm just a loser I can't even do this I can't even do that Kill you know all time. that stuff like <laughs> ah stop that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and um all the things you know that we tell ourselves and and then our actions prove to us mm-hmm. because we're caught in the loop so you say like oh I know all the things like I'm loved. I am beloved child of God. I I can do all things. I can get out there, girl, and and um, I am woman. Hear me roar, or you know, all, whatever it is that you boss babe, mm-hmm. you know, all mm-hmm. the things that you tell yourself, and then you start doing it, and then it falls apart, and then you're like, oh, I'm a big fat liar. I'm not mm-hmm. any of those things. Where you where you are. But you got in your own way subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Does that kind of sum it up? That sums it up. Let's call it imposter syndrome. See it all the time. We can handle that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow, guys. I loved this um, episode. I loved, loved, loved. Thank you so much for listening. You can um, connect with Melanie on her webpage and um, social media. You can search her out. Um, Remember, it's Mind Works with an X. Uh, Thank you for listening. You can follow, interact, and ask questions about this episode and others on our Facebook page, which is the Detour Podcast. You can search that. Or on Instagram, which is um, at Sheila Shinsky, S-H-E-I-L-A-S-H-Y-N-S-K-I, or just in the comments of however you're listening to this podcast. Man, I would love to hear your comments on this and your feedback and what are the things that you struggle with i just found myself as i was starting to research and during this podcast silently like yes 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 so to hear more conversations like this one you can listen to more episodes on podbean and itunes be sure to rate comment and subscribe so that you can join us as we take the detour and enjoy the wander next time thank you so much for listening have a beautiful day